Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Welcome to the Money Girl Podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert, author, and speaker, helping you live rich and love the journey. This show is about bringing you the best information, resources, and tools so you can take your finances to the next level. To learn more about me and download two free chapters for my award-winning book, Money Girl Smart Moves to Grow Rich, visit lauradadams.com. While you're there, be sure to check out my tools page. It includes over 40 recommendations to help you with banking, investing, building credit, productivity, and a lot more. If you think having a successful financial life is challenging as a single, woo, does it get more complicated when you add a partner, spouse, or children to the mix? In this episode, I'll answer three questions about family finances. We'll cover the best way to save for college for yourself or a child how couples should manage money, and a sticky situation with co-signing a loan. Plus, I'll answer a bonus question about credit cards that clarifies information from a recent podcast. All right, let's get into today's show with question number one. This one comes from Michael A. He asks, what's the best way to save for a child's future college expenses? A 529 plan, a traditional IRA, or a Roth IRA? Thanks so much, Michael, for sending in this question. It's a good one. The best choice for college savings is definitely a 529 plan. Not only does it give you major tax advantages and a high contribution limit, but it also gives you the most control over the money. These accounts allow you to save for college in two ways. You can either use a prepaid plan or a savings plan, or you can even use both. With a 529 prepaid plan, you pay for tuition at a state school ahead of time. That means you get tomorrow's tuition at today's prices. And since the cost of college continues to skyrocket every year, this prepayment strategy should save a lot of money. But what if your child wants to go to a different school? This is a common question that I get. Well, you do have options. Funds in a prepaid plan may be withdrawn, so you can use them at an out-of-state school or even at a private college. However, be mindful that you may not get the full value out of the plan because you'll generally have to make up the tuition difference. Your other option is a 529 savings plan. With these, you invest contributions in a tax-deferred account. It works really similar to the way a retirement account works, where you choose investments from a menu of options and your account value fluctuates based on their performance. Savings plans are offered by states, not schools. 
and they can be used at any accredited school in the country and even at some foreign institutions. For instance, you could live in New York, participate in a Florida 529 savings plan, and use the money to pay for a school in California. Most states offer at least one 529 plan. However, the fees and benefits, such as the maximum contribution limit and the investment options vary, so you need to do your homework and compare plans across the country. Use a site like savingforcollege.com. As long as the funds are used to pay for qualified education expenses, like tuition and room and board, the earnings in the account are not subject to federal or, in most cases, state tax. Plus, some states offer tax deductions or credits for residents who choose in-state plans. But if you use 529 funds for anything other than qualified education expenses, your earnings will be subject to income tax plus a 10% penalty. So never contribute more to a 529 than you believe your child will need for the total of his or her education expenses. As I mentioned, you can have both a 529 prepaid plan and a savings plan. The prepaid account would pay for tuition, and the savings plan would be for other expenses like room and board, books, supplies, and computer equipment. To sign up for a 529, you can go directly to the plan manager, or you can use a financial advisor. Using an advisor may cost a little more, but it may be well worth it if you're new to investing. Once you're enrolled, you can link up your 529 savings account to your bank account and set up automatic monthly deposits. You can even ask friends and family to make contributions to the account for you instead of buying birthday or holiday gifts for your child. Michael also mentioned the option of using an Individual Retirement Arrangement, or IRA, for college savings. You can use a traditional or Roth IRA to pay for college. Here's how it works. If you're younger than age 59 and a half, the IRA rules allow you to avoid the 10% early withdrawal penalty if you use distributions to pay for higher education expenses for you, your spouse, your children, or grandchildren. However, Distributions from a traditional IRA will be subject to income tax. And there's another side effect. This could actually affect your child's eligibility for financial aid. That's because the withdrawal from the IRA gets added to your income and counts against you for the amount of aid your student could qualify for in the following year. Now, distributions from a Roth IRA are also exempt from the early withdrawal penalty. However, since you pay tax up front on contributions to a Roth, only the investment earnings in the account would be subject to tax and counted as income for the year. This makes a Roth a better option than a traditional IRA to tap for college expenses. But as I mentioned, using a 529 plan is definitely the best way to go. If you need some more information about retirement accounts, I created a free one-page PDF download for you that shows the rules for most popular types of accounts. It's called the Retirement Account Comparison Chart, and you get it by texting the word RETIRE to the number 33444. Okay, let's move on to question number two. This one comes from Miriam S. She says, I'm a big fan of your podcast. I downloaded your book, Money Girl Smart Moves to Grow Rich, on my iPad, and I use your advice and financial tools as well. My husband and I have been married for a year, and we've been trying different ways to keep our finances in check, but it's been a bit challenging and disorganized. We have separate accounts and pay for different things. 
but it doesn't seem to be working well. Do you recommend a joint account for household payments where both deposit money plus individual accounts for extras such as gifts for each other? Miriam, thanks so much for this question and for being a podcast listener and a book buyer. I really appreciate your support. This dilemma is a common one, especially for people who get married in their 30s or 40s after managing money on their own for many years. I definitely recommend that you take the plunge and completely merge your money with your honey. If you're in a long-term committed relationship or marriage, there should never be yours and mine, only ours. My husband and I have always had one main bank account where all deposits are made and all bills are paid. However, as Miriam asked, If you also want to have a small separate bank savings or PayPal account that's just in your name so you can buy an occasional gift that your spouse won't see, that's reasonable. But if you're spending time and energy deliberating about who should pay what bill or allocating percentages for expenses based on your income, you're focusing on the wrong things. When you're a committed couple, it doesn't matter if one of you makes significantly more money or has zero income. You should strategize and organize your life in unison because you're going to accomplish much more together than you ever will apart. And if you don't feel comfortable becoming a single financial entity as a couple, maybe you're not with the right person. Or perhaps you need counseling in order to completely trust each other financially. So I hope that helps, Miriam. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine 
and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin-D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin-D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin-D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin-D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, let's move on to question number three. This one comes from Rose D. She says, I co-signed my daughter's student loans, but we've had problems paying and getting payments applied to the account correctly, and it's affected my credit score. We hired an attorney to negotiate a settlement offer, but my credit report will still show that we paid less than the full balance on the account. What can I do to make sure this negative information is removed from my credit report once the debt is paid? Also, can we make sure that the 1099 is issued only in my daughter's name for tax purposes? Rose, thanks so much for sending in this question. When you co-sign a loan or credit account, remember that you're putting your own credit on the line. That's because both parties are equally responsible for 100% of the debt and the payment history will be reported on both of your credit files. While negotiating a debt settlement can help you get rid of debt faster, it stays on your credit report for seven years after the debt is paid. Settlements are better than not paying a debt, but they're obviously not as good for your credit as paying in full. If an item, such as a settlement or a late payment, is negative but accurate, a creditor has no obligation to change it. If a settled account shows that it was paid, but for less than the full balance, that's an accurate description of its history. However, if there is inaccurate information on your report and you can prove it, always dispute it with the credit reporting agency. Additionally, if a creditor doesn't correct an error, you can add a statement to your account explaining your side of the story. Rose also asked about the tax implication of her situation. There's a little-known tax rule that can really take you by surprise when a debt is canceled, settled, or forgiven if you're not ready for it, and that's that you must generally count that amount as income and pay taxes on it. When a lender cancels all or a portion of your debt, they send you a Form 1099-C called Cancellation of Debt to submit with your tax return. However, since Rose is a co-signer and her daughter is the primary borrower, she should be off the hook for taxes. Tax on the canceled debt only needs to be paid once by the person who used or benefited from the money. So the lender should only send the 1099-C to her daughter. But if Rose does receive a 1099-C in error, she should contact the lender and ask them to correct the mistake. However, there are exceptions when a forgiven or canceled debt is not taxable, including insolvency. Insolvency is when your liabilities exceed your assets in an amount that's greater than the forgiven debt prior to the cancellation. So if Rose's daughter is insolvent, she would not have to pay tax on the amount of forgiven student loan debt. There's a worksheet in IRS Publication 4681 where you can calculate whether you are considered insolvent or not, or you can consult with a tax accountant to determine insolvency. So, Rose, I hope that helps. 
And our last question is a bonus. It comes from Melissa D., who asks, I just listened to your podcast about chip credit cards. It was especially interesting to me because I just moved to the UK and I'm dealing with a lack of chips on most of my credit cards. Does the presence of the magnetic stripe on the new chip cards mean that static information is still there? Or is there any extra security because of the chip? Thanks so much, Melissa. The podcast that she's talking about is called What You Need to Know About EMV Chip Credit Cards. It was podcast number 410, so be sure to go back and listen to that one if you missed it. Credit cards with magnetic stripes still contain your static account information, even when they also have an EMV chip. However, that magnetic data is only accessed when you make a purchase by swiping the card through an old-school terminal. When you use a chip card with an updated terminal, it does not use the magnetic technology, so that static data in the stripe is safe. Now, you're going to know that you're using a chip terminal because you have to dip your chip or insert the card into the machine and leave it there during the entire purchase. Magnetic and chip technologies are completely separate. They don't share any information during a purchase. So having both a chip and a magnetic stripe on a card doesn't give you enhanced security when you swipe it through an old-school terminal. You only get enhanced security when you check out on an updated chip and dip terminal. Thanks so much to everyone who sent in questions for this show. If you have questions or you're ready for help managing debt, building credit, or reaching big financial goals, I want to invite you to join my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Debt. The debt dominators in this group are really interesting and smart people. It's a great place to learn from the questions that have already been asked and answered or to join in the conversation. To request your invitation, visit Dominate Your Debt on Facebook, or you can send me a text message and I'll send you an invitation right now. Just text GROUP400, that's GROUP400, to the number 33444. I hope to see you in the group. And thanks so much for listening. That's all for now. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to our richer life. With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can give your lawn or garden beds a pop of color and protection. Right now, get a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10. Help your soil retain moisture longer with color that lasts up to 12 months. Shop Memorial Day savings for a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch. Buy bags for just $10 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.